can be seated this morning and so glad you guys are all here. So glad all of you have joined us online. We are going to continue and actually complete a series that we started several weeks ago called Travel Light. We're talking about letting go of the baggage and the stuff that holds us down, especially around the Christmas season. And we're going to go to Philippians chapter 3 if you have your Bibles with you or uh, if you have a smart device that has a version app on it. Uh, you can go to the events tab on there and put in Calvary or put in our zip code and all the notes are there. Those of you at home in the Facebook group, uh, the church group, we do have the notes on there. Well, how many of you have ever made a really big mistake? <laughs> I know probably more than one, right? But how many of you have ever done something that you really regretted? You wish you could take words back, you know, you're trying to pull them back and they just don't come back. Well, there was a story about a young man who was uh, working at a big company. He was trying to kind of move up the ladder. He was trying to, to advance, and he was really sharp. He was also really risky. He was really bold, and he made a horrible decision, business decision. Cost the company almost a million dollars. I mean, really big mistake. And the CEO called him in, and he was talking to him. He said, yeah, I know, I know, I'm fired. I got to go. And he said, why in the world would I fire you? He said, well, like, lost a company like a million bucks. And he said, yeah, I just trained you how not to lose a million dollars. I already spent a million doing that. I'm not going to let you go now. And uh, many of us have had training in the past of how not to do stuff, right? We've made mistakes. We know not to do that again. Some of us have been in relationships. I know not to make a mistake like that in a relationship. I know not to make that financial mistake again. I know not to do this, not to do that. And today we're going to talk about letting go of the past. And guys, as we have a relationship with Christ, and the Bible says that we are brand new creatures. It says the past is gone. Now, some of us are still dealing with things from our past, right? But the past doesn't have a hold on us anymore. But how many of you know the hardest person to forgive is always me, right? It, I, I can forgive other people, I can let other things go, but I beat myself up all the time for mistakes that I made. And so we've been talking about letting go of things that hold us back from being everything we can be in Christ. And today we're going to talk about letting go of the past. And if you look in Philippians chapter 3, we're going to start in verse 12. This is Paul talking, Paul the Apostle, Paul who wrote the vast majority of the New Testament, Paul. Paul the guy who helped start churches all around the known world at the time. Paul who went through shipwrecks, who did miracle after miracle after miracle. Paul, who thought some people even tried to, to make him a god himself, and he wasn't, he was just a man. That Paul, the Paul who did all the right stuff, says this. And he's talking about knowing Christ. In verse 12, he says, I don't mean to say that I've already achieved these things. He said, I'm not perfect by any means, or that I've already reached perfection. But I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ first possessed me. Paul said, every day I'm trying to get better, Right? And then he says this, No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing. Forgetting what is in what? The past. Forgetting what's behind. Forgetting the past. And looking forward to what lies ahead, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. I want to read that line one more time. I focus on this one thing. Forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. Paul said, I have to let things go that were in the past. 
Paul says this, right? Paul, who if anybody had stuff together, was Paul. But he said, I have to let go of the past myself. So Lord, I pray this morning as we look into your word that you would speak to our hearts today. And Lord, we would let go today of all the stuff that's holding us back, all the things that are holding on to us, and press forward in what you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, again, I said this is the last Sunday of 2020. Some of you want to forget this year, right? Some of you are like, this is the worst year I can ever remember. Some are saying, no, it's really not that bad. I've had worse. But most of us can say, you know, I'm, I'm ready to, to get into 2021. I'm ready to start some new things. I'm ready to not wear a mask. I'm ready to, you know, I should buy stock and hand sanitizer. You know, I'm tired of all this stuff. Paul was saying, I keep pushing forward into what Christ has for me. So how do we let go of the hold the past has on us? Because many of us in this room have past that we would like to forget. Many of us have done things that we wish we hadn't done. Many of you watching at home are saying, if you only knew <laughs> some of the things I had done, Christ does. But you know what Christ also does? He forgives. And so he is let go of that stuff. Now it's up to us to let go. So how do we do that? Well, first, we have to keep our past from hindering our new life. We have to keep our past from messing up where we're at now. In 2 Corinthians 5.17, I referenced earlier, Paul says, if anyone's in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone, the new is here. So here's the problem, guys. Many of us believe that we are unforgivable. Many of us say, well, yeah, that verse works for other people, but it doesn't work for me. A lot of us say, if you only knew, if Jesus only knew what I did, he does. <laughs> and he still forgives you anyway, if you ask. So guys, we have got to get rid of this lie that we're unforgettable. There was a, a kindergarten teacher who was letting kids work on a project, and she heard this little boy use a horrible word, like, you know, that, that word. And she never said, you should be ashamed of yourself using language like that. He's like, I really hope you don't know what that means. He's like, oh, yeah. I know it means the car won't start. <laughs> I hear it from my dad all the time. <laughs> so, you know, we all make mistakes. We all do things we wish we hadn't done. But we have this lie that we can't be forgiven. We believe this. And this is something that doesn't come from the Lord. It comes from Satan. He tries to tell us all the time, you've done too much. You can't be forgiven. Yeah, you're in church and you're going to church, but... You'll never quite be like those other people. That's not true. Because it doesn't matter what we've done. If we come to Christ and say, I need forgiveness, he is faithful to do that. You're no worse than anybody else in this room. You're no worse than anyone else watching online. So many of us believe we're unforgivable, but if we're in Christ, we're a new creation. If we're in Christ, we are a new creation. I love this line. Philip Hughes says, Redemption is the restoration and fulfillment of God's purpose in creation. Forgiveness is what God intended. Forgiveness is what God has for us. So if we're in Christ, we're a new creation. The old is gone. This is the life we were meant to live. This is the life that God designed us for. So if we're in Christ... We're a new creation. We're not that old thing. And, and so some of us think, well, you know, I'm just a cleaned up version of that old. No, we're new. So lastly, if we're in Christ, our past doesn't have a hold on us anymore. Our past doesn't have a hold on us at all. 
It's gone. Now, again, some of us are dealing with things from our past. Some of us are still cleaning up old financial mistakes are made. Some of us have relationships that, you know, were broken and we're still dealing with the, the baggage from that. But it doesn't keep us from who we are in Christ. So, yeah, I made mistakes. We all did. We all did things we're ashamed of. We all have, you know, skeletons that are buried. Not literally, I hope. But, you know, we have things that are buried in the past that we don't want to remember anymore. So don't allow what God has forgiven to haunt you in the present. If you guys, if you hear anything else today, don't allow what God has forgiven to haunt you in the present. Don't allow Satan to keep bringing up those old things over and over and think, well, I'll never be who Christ wanted me to be because of. Well, I'll never be what Christ wants me to be because I did that. And some of you are sitting here today and you feel like an imposter. You feel like you shouldn't be in this room because these people are forgiven and you can't be. No, we're all in the same boat. Somebody once said the ground is level at the foot of the cross. We're all forgiven. We're all the same because we all have to have forgiveness. Some have made more mistakes than others, but we're all in the same boat. So we have to keep our past from messing up our present. We have to keep our past from hindering God's work in our lives today. Don't allow what's in the past to keep you from being worked on today. So... Some of us believe that we're unforgivable. Some of us also believe that we're unlovable. We believe that Christ really couldn't love us. And in John chapter 4, I'm not going to read it all because it's a long story, but Jesus meets a woman at a well. He's traveling, his disciples go into town to buy some food. Jesus sits down in a well, and there's a Samaritan lady there. Now, if you know any history, Jewish people didn't associate with Samaritans. They believed Samaritans were half-breeds. They weren't real they weren't really God's people because they were intermarried. And men didn't talk to women in public unless they were married, right? So Jesus is sitting at a well, and the Samaritan woman comes up, and she's getting water. Now, ladies all went to the well in the morning when it was cool. This lady came in the middle of the day, which meant what? She wasn't welcome with the other ladies early in the morning because of things that had happened. She was an outcast. She was someone that you didn't talk to in public because it would put a stain on your reputation. So here's Jesus, who's a very respected teacher, and he says, hey, lady, will you get me a drink out of the well? And she's like, why are you talking to me? <laughs> you're a Jew, I'm Samaritan, you're a man, I'm a woman, you know, I have every strike against me, and I know who you are. And so Jesus talks to her, and then she goes on and, you know, kind of throws up some blocks. She's trying to keep him from talking to her. But many of us believe we're unlovable, but we're never too far gone, and Jesus was actively reaching out to the Samaritan woman in the story. He was doing everything he could to reach this lady. He was, he was going through all the social norms, breaking those to reach this unlovable woman. And so she was an outsider. But Jesus didn't allow her past to come between an experience with God. And so this lady had been divorced five times. Five, right? Jewish norms said maybe one or two. If you were past that, you were just out she'd been five she's living with a guy she's not married to and jesus tells her that and so she was totally an outsider she had a rough life probably a rough past and jesus was reaching out to her and she was distancing herself from christ because of her past and because of her, of her lifestyle now, i want you to hear this there's a theologian who said this her deep regard for the past prevented her from seeing the great opportunity in the present 
So she had this lifestyle that she was living, and she didn't want Jesus to know about that, and he showed her that he did, and he still loved her. And then she's throwing up things from her past, traditions from her past. It says, well, you know, Jacob dug this well, and, you know, you're saying you're greater than him. Her past was keeping her from seeing what was in the present. And guys, some of you here today are not allowing God to use you to your full potential because of things that have happened in the past. Some of you, God is talking to you and saying, hey, I want you to do this. I want you to get involved in this. I want you to get involved in this group. I want you to do this or that. And we don't allow it because we think if people only knew. Guys, don't allow that to keep you. And I've been there. I remember when I went to Bible college, I grew up outside. I wasn't in a Christian home. And I gave my life to Christ at 16. And he cleaned me up and made me new. And then he told me, I want you to go to Bible college and be a pastor. And I was like, <laughs> no, 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 no. And I fought and I fought and I went. And so I get on campus of Central Bible College, which was like the Bible college woo, uh, at the time. We got some alumni here with us. And it's no longer there. It's sad. But this was the place. Like if you wanted to be a minister in the AG, you went to CBC. And so I went there. And I'd been a Christian less than two years, right? And there are all these guys and these girls on campus who knew the Bible front to back. They'd grown up in Christian homes. Some were pastor's kids. And I felt like an imposter. I felt like I didn't belong because I was that black sheep. And then I started talking to some other people who felt the same way. And they said, well, you know, I, I came from this and that. We had people there who had been prostitutes in the past. We had people there who had been drug addicts in the past. We had people from all over. And finally, God got a hold of me and said, if I've called you here, your past doesn't mean anything. If I've told you to do this, and guys, some of you, God is trying to tell you that today. He loves you, and he wants to use you, but you can't allow your past to be that roadblock. You can't allow your past from keeping you from what Christ wants to do in you today. And so, what does God want to do in your life today? Some of you, I really believe God is speaking to you about things, and you're saying, I don't think I can do that. But if he's called you, he can do it, and that's what he was doing to this Samaritan lady. He's saying, I want to work in your life. I want to change you from the inside out. And she kept putting up blocks and saying, well, you don't know, you don't know. And we have to keep our past from hindering our forward momentum in our lives. We have to keep the past from hindering forward momentum. We have to keep the past from keeping us from moving forward today. And if you look in Philippians 3, where we were at earlier, look up at verse, or look back at verse 7, back. At verse 7. Look what Paul says. I once would all thought all these things were valuable. Now remember, Paul's talking about his background. He had good things in his past. Paul was way up there in the Pharisees. Paul had gone to the right school, learned under the right teacher, said all the right things. Paul was way up here. He said, I once thought all these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared to the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake, I've disregarded everything else, counting it all as garbage so I could gain Christ and become one with him. I, longer, I no longer count on my own righteousness through obeying the law. Rather, I become righteous through faith in Christ. For God's way of making us right with himself depends on faith. I want to know Christ and experience a mighty power that raised him from the dead. I want to suffer with him, sharing in his death, so that one way or another, I will experience a resurrection from the dead. Paul says, I want to know Christ. I want to be in him. I forget what's behind me, and I strain forward. So, 
Some of us, we've believed, guys, that we're unlovable. Some of us have believed that we're unforgivable. And some of us believe that we are unusable. We believe that God couldn't use us because of what I've done in the past. So, we think, how could God use me? How could God do that if he only knew? If he only knew what's still inside me? If he only knew what thoughts pop into my head? He does, and he still wants to use us. So, sometimes we let our past keep us from moving forward in what Christ wants for us. So, Paul said, you know, I had all this stuff that was good, and I had some stuff that was bad, and I forget it all. I said, I want to know Christ. I love that line. He said, it's, I count it all garbage, but for the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ. So guys, I don't know what's in your past. I don't know what things you might say, well, if he only knew, but we have got to let those things go. Paul was trying to advance on his own. He was trying to do the right stuff on his own. And then he met Christ, and he realized that he couldn't do that. And so he did things that he now says are terrible. So we have to keep our past from helping us move forward. And then sometimes... Our past keep us from real relationships that will benefit us. Some of us put up guards because of things that have happened in our past, and we won't allow people to get close to us. Some of us have been hurt by people that we loved, and so we keep that as a wall. We keep that as a barrier, and we won't allow people to get close. Some of us, it affects our marriages. Some of us, it affects us in the church. Some of you, it even affects work because we won't allow people to get close. And guys, today Christ wants to break that down. He wants to keep your past from interfering with your future. And so this last Sunday of 2020, I'm asking you right now, all around the room, what is God wanting to do in your life today? What things are you hindering by your past? So sometimes our past keeps us from relationships that will help us. And sometimes we keep our past from letting go of our pain we let our past keep us from letting go of pain and as crazy as it sounds some of us hold on to that pain because it's what it's familiar yeah i know you know i know i isolate myself i know i keep myself from feeling i know i keep myself from trusting but it's familiar you know it's what i know and guys there are people who will stay in that hurt stay in that pain because they're afraid of stepping out into something new and what better day to do it than the last day of the apocalypse here, right? I mean, people are like, oh, what else can happen? Oh, murder hornets. Now, what else can happen? Well, a new strain of COVID, you know, whatever. So today, let's make this a new start. As we get ready to step into a new year, what is God wanting to do in you? So I'm going to ask the worship team to come up. And if you're physically able, would you stand, get a little stretch going? So we've talked about letting go of things that distract us. We've talked about letting go of pain and bitterness and all these things. Well, today we're going to let go of our past. And guys, I don't know what things lie in your past. I don't know what skeletons are hiding in your closet. I don't know what things are, but Christ does. And today I'm asking you to just shut yourself in with him and say, Lord, what are you speaking to me today? Some of you today, Jesus is saying, you need to let go of this hurt that's held on to you forever. Some of you, he's saying, you need to let go 
of this distrust and this wall that keeps you from trusting and keeps you from having real relationships. Some of you need to let go of this past that's causing doubts and saying, God can never love me. God can never use me. I know I really want to get involved in youth ministry and, and helping the youth group, but how could God use me because of the things I've did, done? Some of you guys saying, I want you to teach a preschool class. And you're saying, there is no way, because they're going to see through, and they, you know, kids are great judges of character. They're like dogs, you know, they know. And, and they're going to see through that. Some of you guys saying, I want you to get involved in the women's Bible study or the men's Bible study or men's retreat, women's retreat. And you're terrified because people might see through. But that's no way to live. And the great thing about a church family, the reason God put this thing together, is because we're all in the same boat. If we went through and we shared stories, you would be shocked at what's standing in this room. You'd be shocked at who's watching online. And that's great because we're all forgiven. Jesus uses all kinds. He used a tax collector. That was like the most hated person in the world. That was one of his disciples. Paul Paul drug Christians out of their homes and had them crucified, had them murdered because they were Christians before he met Christ. So God can use any of us. So, Lord, all around this room, all around the internet, watching at home, I pray that you would speak to hearts. And Lord, as we're in the last Sunday of 2020, as we look back on your faithfulness this year, you brought us through this, you're going to bring us through everything. But Lord, I just pray for every single person watching, every person here, you would reach down and touch our hearts today. And Lord, some of us need to let go of some things in the past. Maybe it's some hurts. Maybe it's some pain. Maybe we need to take down walls that we put up because of things that have happened. Walls between us and you. Walls between us and other people who care about us, who want to help us. Walls in our marriages. Lord, I pray that you'd break lies today. Lord, lies that say we're unlovable. Lies that say we're unforgivable. Lies that say we're unusable. Lord, I pray that you would take those things down. And I pray that today would be a new start. That today we would leave pain here. We would leave the past here. And we walk forward in what you want to do. And so I pray you would speak to hearts today right where they're at. So I'm going to ask you to, to bow your heads and close your eyes and just shut yourself in with the Lord. And allow him to speak to you. This is a safe place. If you're here today, you're watching online, you say, you know, Pastor Rex, I've never started a relationship with Christ. I've never asked him to forgive all the mistakes I've made, all that junk that's in the past, but I want to do that today. I want to start a relationship with him today. That you would just slip your hand up right where you're at. We want to pray with you this morning. Let you become that new creation that Paul talked about. So we're going to pray this prayer together. All of you here, all of you at home, watching online, we're going to pray this thing together. And this is just you talking to the Lord and asking him to forgive you, to start that relationship. So everyone together, say this with me. Dear Jesus... As we come to the end of 2020, I thank you that you've always been with me, that you came to this earth to die in my place. And I admit that I messed up. Please forgive me. Please come into my life. Forgive all the past, all the mistakes, and make me new. Help me to live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you prayed that prayer, and all of us did, if you really meant it, the Bible says you're brand new. 
that means that your past is gone. So if you're here today and you say, you know, God is speaking to me about one of these things you talked about. Maybe I need to get rid of some lies. Maybe I need to let go of some pain. I need to let go of some hurts. If that's you, would you just slip your hand up right around? I want to pray with you right now, right where you're at. Let's pray together. Father, I pray for all these that raise their hands today. I pray for walls to be broken down. I pray for lies to be broken. Lord, I pray for the hold that the past has on us will be taken out today. And as we step into 2021 this week, that Lord, we would walk without all the baggage of the past hanging on to us. And Lord, I pray that people today would open their hearts to you. I just really sense there are some either here or watching that have been putting up walls between themselves and you because they're afraid you're going to hurt them like people have. Lord, I pray that they would know the love that you have for them that's amazing and perfect. It would help us to let go of the hold that it has on us in Jesus' name. Amen.